2022. You are listening to All Out Law. I'm your host, Attorney Kyle Wyatt of Wyatt Law Associates and Freedom Traffic Law, located at 2847 South Ingram Mill Road, Unit C101, Springfield Mo. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, handling all of your family law and traffic law needs. And uh, eight years of doing this show, we uh, we always love doing a Halloween special. And we are just two days away from uh, that glorious day. Um, and, uh, and what uh, better guests to have to uh, talk about some spooks and all things weird. Uh, Springfield's own James Clary. Hi, James. How you doing? Hey, Kyle. Thanks for having me, man. I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. I'm glad you agreed to come on. Uh, you know, when you host uh, or fill in for, for uh, Nick, you always have interesting guests, interesting stories. I, I love uh, this is the connections you have with folks all around this 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 country um, that are into the, to what, the, the weird, the supernatural? The- yeah. You know how I got started in it, which sounds strange. I grew up in a, in a family of very curious people my father was a psychiatrist my mother's got her master's in african-american history at msu and uh, i was real into history and into science and so anyway i started getting into quantum physics and the whole physics thing because the nature of reality i'm curious what is the true nature of reality anyway it led me i read i probably read 30 books in this period about 15 20 years ago and it led me into things like ufos You know, and then into the paranormal, because I want to know the the quantum physics says there are 13 string theory says there's 13 uh, other dimensions besides the four that we know, Mm -hmm. you know. So, like, are these intradimensional, these UFOs? Because these reports are like from, you know, Navy admirals see these things and the Defense Department, the Pentagon has now admitted that these craft are out there. So I just, I wanted to know. That's all it was, man. And, and my curiosity led me to some very strange places, which we're going to talk about today and listen to some stuff. And I mentioned to you before we started that I was on a History Channel show about giants. And I have some interesting things we can talk about locally, regionally, stuff that was found right here in the Ozarks that's fascinating. Yeah, you, you, uh, if you go online, you could do a simple search of just uh, the, the creepy stuff here in southwest Missouri. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> whether these uh, lights near Joplin. I've uh, been there. Have you? Tri-State Spook Light. Yeah. Yep. I, now, I've never seen it. Okay. I went to school in Tulsa, Tulsa University, so obviously it would seem obvious i went to school with several people from miami oklahoma which is right next to joplin on the oklahoma side these guys grew up there and swore that it was real so inevitably at (laughs) two in the morning after some carousing road trip and we would go to the spook light and then fast forward a few years ago i took my young boys that were in their early teens like 11 12 13 they wanted to go. So I took them two or three times, uh, but we never saw it. There's some great video online about it. It's a real phenomenon. Uh, it's a light uh, near Hornet, Missouri, mm-hmm. and it just shows up. It's kind of random. People, the skeptics say, oh, it's headlights from cars on I-44, but it's been reported since the 1800s, well before automobiles. So anyway, yeah, that's a pretty cool place. 
And, uh, and there's, there's just things all over. Uh, every community uh, has uh, some myth, some folklore. Yep. Um, and <clears throat> you got to participate in, um, what do you call it, like a, like a ghost hunt, so to speak? Yeah, and I sent you, what, what happened was a friend of mine had donated a lot of money to the Landers Theater. The Landers Theater is supposedly one of the most haunted spots in Springfield. Well, his son, this was 15 years ago when the show Ghost hunters was a big deal and it just come so his son uh nick was interested in that stuff and he said hey i don't know anything about it i know you're interested in it and i have to state i was not a believer in any kind of spirits or anything like that at the time but i said yeah i'll go along with you yeah so the landers agreed to lock he and his son me and my son and a group another father his son and about four or five other boys into the Landers Theater overnight as his birthday present. So I set it up. What he wanted me to do was make it like Ghost Hunters, you know, and right. we had protocol and we were la the adult, we were laughing about it. It was a joke. Really, it was. So we do the deal. We're in there overnight. A couple weird things happen, but nothing that would, you know, oh, that's a ghost. So <laughs> the kids kept bugging me weeks later have you listened to the evidence you know the recordings have you reviewed the video and i kept rolling my eyes one night just i don't know i had nothing to do my wife was asleep wife at the time was asleep next to me in the bed it was probably one in the morning i pulled out this little digital audio recorder that i had used that night and i started listening and i got to this part where i remember i was in the attic of the landers theater alone it's so nobody and to get in the attic you had to climb a ladder push one of these panels uh, and a drop ceiling out of the way. And then I stuck my head up in there. It's pitch black. Nobody around. I said, is anybody up here? And at the time I heard nothing. But on this tape, I heard something. When we come back, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. listen to that. Uh, <clears throat> real briefly, so people yeah. kind of know. So what is the theory? How does a electronic device work to be able to capture anything? These are called EVPs, which stands for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. And basically, they're in a different frequency range than our ears are able to hear. So the recorder can pick it up, but our ears cannot. That's why at the time, I heard none of these. But later on the recordings, I've heard dozens of them. We're going to actually play some for the audience. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. And if you uh, find yourself a nice, quiet place, because some of these are yeah. going to be hard to hear, and you're going to want to listen to it. We'll be right back right after the short message. All right. Welcome back. You are listening to AOL. We're doing our Halloween special here, two nights, two days before Halloween. And we have our uh, special guest, James Clary, with us. And James is talking about... a. Uh, he uh, did basically a ghost hunt in Landers Theater, which was built back in 1909. So this building's been around for a minute. And uh, <clears throat> you were saying that the uh, the uh, the first clip that we have is a, uh, you were climbing up into an attic. Right. Uh, I was totally alone. And you, you, you asked a question if somebody's here. And yeah, I think in the clip you're going to hear me say, is anybody up here? Just like that. Right. And then you'll hear the response. Why don't you play it and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, now that second voice, play it one more time just because it's kind of hard to hear. I don't think anybody would deny that that's a human speaking language. Right. It's not CB. 
people tried to tell me that it was CB radio bleed over. Mm. Okay, and all of these, they're just perfectly timed in response to... Now that you can't tell what that guy's saying, I had to listen to it over and over, and I realized it wasn't English. Now, what he's saying is, Damon Gigi, which... Just from being around food and culinary, I knew enough French. I said, it sounds French to me. So I just started typing how I thought Damon Gigi was spelled, Mm -hmm. and I got a translation. It means, I'm Bill, Damon of me. That's how it's said in French. Gigi is short for Guillaume, which is William. He was saying, I'm Bill. So I say, is anybody up here? He says, Damon Gigi, I'm Bill. Play it again. Yeah. Is anybody up here? Wow. <laughs> it's just that blew me away. I'm like, wait a minute. There was nobody up here. And certainly none of these kids spoke French. You know, I mean, it, it just blew me away. I, I mean, any I, idea why something would be replying in French here in Springfield Mo. Well, I've read a lot about the subject since then. Like I said, I wasn't a believer. This made me a believer. Now, when I say a believer, I don't know what these voices represent. I don't know if they're dead spirits, souls. I don't know if it's another dimension bleeding over into our dimension. I have no idea. I will have never made a judgment that these are ghosts. I don't know what they are. But this phenomenon called EVP, electronic voice phenomenon, goes back 150 years to the very first tape recorders. People have been studying this. There were mass, there were particularly in the, what was it, the early 1900s, the spiritualism was a big deal. Remember Houdini was into that and tried to contact his mother? And it was supposedly all debunked. I say that's bunk. And you notice, I mean, this would be so simple for scientists, real, you know, credible scientists to go to these locations, set up recordings, recorders. They would find this phenomenon, but they refuse to. And I think it's a, a God thing, Kyle. I don't, I don't think they want to find anything that might, in the remotest way, support any theology, if right. that makes sense. Okay. It doesn't make sense to me, but... Well, so, and, and you see that. I mean, and that's that's been going for a long time. Where yep. uh, United States is turning into a secular nation, not yep. a, a a religious or Christian nation by any means. So imagine if we found out that the soul is real, <clears throat> that life does extend beyond this time on Earth. I mean, that would be that's the biggest question of mankind: Does life exist beyond a life? Right. Right. So. Pretty crazy. We, do you want to do another one? Yeah, let's do the next clip. Okay. So where are you set it up for us? I don't even remember what this one was. <clears throat> um, huh? Play it, and I'll tell you. Oh, I love this one. The reason I love this one, it's so clear. Okay, the first voice you just hear is me. One of the kids was goofing off or something, and I said, hey, stop it. And then you immediately hear this other voice go, you stop it. That other voice, like I said, we never heard it when we were there. That's not one of us. That's one of these, whatever you want to call them, spirit voices, altered dimension of voices that we picked up. So play it again. Second voice says, you stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I know. Right? 
our producers like her eyes are wide. I know that's crazy. And, and, it, and it sounds almost like hostile. Oh, it is hostile. Now, the ones I didn't <clears throat> provide you, and I have I, I have dozens of these. One of them, there was two in a row. One guy says, turn around, it won't scare ye. Not you. It, he goes, turn around, it won't scare ye. Immediately followed by another voice that says, look behind you punk and it sounds exactly like the same voice that says you stop it very hostile very hostile he also that same voice i've got him at least four times saying get out that's amazing yeah i've got a woman saying get it i've got we recorded a woman there were no women with us i've recorded her four times and i know she's on one of these the strange thing about it is every time we catch her and we caught her on multiple devices video recorders and digital audio there's this whirring sound in the background, which if you ask me to explain, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's almost like she was in an, another, another dimension. And right. there was something, you'll hear it. It's this strange electronic whirring sound. All right, let's go to the cut three. Yeah. EVP session. Oh, I try that. Okay, now, now hold on a sec. This one's hard to hear. You got to really crank it. It's, that's me saying EVP session, but there's there's a soft voice right before that. So it's right at the beginning, and you'll hear someone go, tape recorder. I pulled the device out of my pocket. This voice says, tape recorder. And then I say EVP session, because, of course, I didn't hear it at the time. So right. play it again and listen right at the beginning. EVP session? Hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. The last one I think is the woman. Let's let's listen to that. Well, now we got a cut four here. Yeah. Play it one more time. Oh, that isn't the woman. I'm sorry. I sent you a different one. That is somebody using my name, which kind of freaked me out. Well, you say you you were sitting in a theater. I was. We were sitting in the theater, just kind of goofing off, and. I when li- re- listening to these recordings, when you hear it again, when I tell you what he says, you'll you'll get it. He says, "James, stand up." So let's play it again. James, stand up. <laughs> and so, and so you had this recording device on most of the time. Here, there's look, we put several devices, but the main one I was using, we put it in the basement for about two hours at one point, and we were all on upper floors. Some of the stuff, there's hours of this stuff I have, and I can send you the whole file. There's these clicking sounds, Kyle. It sounds like somebody, I don't know if you ever remember the old days when somebody had a Zippo lighter and they mm-hmm. open it. Yeah. That's what it sounds like, and it's click, 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 click. There's nothing in the basement. There was no AC. There were no fans. There was no movement. And I told you we had motion detectors down there, and they kept going off. We have no idea why the motion detectors went off. Uh, And obviously, it's a radio show. But I also have some really interesting pictures of orbs, which are these lights. Orbs can be specks of dust. I mean, I'll be the first one to admit that. Most orbs, quotation mark, you see in these... Uh, ghost shows or whatever, or just specks of dust or an insect flying around. These, however, were three perfectly lined up, and I took four pictures, click, 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 click. And the first three, the orbs are getting bigger, 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 coming towards us, and then in the fourth, they're gone immediately. Now, 
speck of dust doesn't disappear. So we had some uh, photographic evidence as well. And like I said, I have not dozens. I have hundreds of these recordings. Hundreds. Right. Let's play this last one you got. Do you want us to leave? That's the woman. And did you hear the whirring sound when you listen to it again? So I say, do you want us to leave? You hear this whirring sound, and she says, yes, now. Let's play it again. Do you want us to leave? And we caught her four or five times on multiple devices. And every time we caught her, that same weird whirring sound was in the background. I, I can't explain it. It's just bizarre. Totally bizarre. Well, you're making a lot of assumptions as a she. I mean, did you ask, uh, did you ask her no, first? No, no, but... She may identify hear, as something when, else. You that, know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It sounds like a female voice to me. Now, there's one I didn't send you that is. it sounds like a little boy, and he's speaking German, and I say, it's very clear. Uh, I asked, did anyone die here? And the response was, English Ash, which means English ash and there was a janitor that died in a fire there now i don't know why a little boy would be speaking and what's weird about that one immediately after the little boy goes english ash another voice goes shh shh shushes him like he didn't want him speaking to us oh wow yeah that's pretty cool all right yeah when we come back after the break here at the bottom of the hour let's uh talk about some giants let's do it man what's going on here in the ozarks yeah you are listening to all out law All right, welcome back. You are listening to All Outlaws Halloween Special 2022. And we are joined in studio with Springfield's own James Clary. And hey, uh, James, uh, I, I, I I do recall, I, I, the Discovery Channel had a, a really uh, interesting show. I wish History. it lasted. History Channel. History Channel. Yep. I wish it lasted more than, I only think it lasted one season. Uh, but basically it was two brothers who yep. were really into giants and... Uh, not that the like the mythical kind, but like these real documented giants that yeah. uh, roamed uh, here in, in America. We obviously have biblical accounts of, of giants, uh, David and Goliath, and uh, we have uh, the stories of the Nephilim uh, yep. there in uh, the age of uh, Noah and, and after. Um, and so uh, the History Channel had a, uh, a program. And and I, you're saying the second episode of that season uh, took place here in the Ozark. So give yeah. a little background of that. Yeah. So uh, once again, I, I said in the first segment how I got interested in all this stuff. And when I started seeing some articles pop up on the Internet about these ancient giant skeletons, I'm like, what? You know, and I'm very I try and be very skeptical. So I started looking into it and I went to the library. Now, this by the way, all Springfield papers are now online. They did this during COVID. Back then, you had to use microfilm. So I did a search uh, for giant skeletons in the Ozark, and I uncovered some amazing articles back in the 20s that happened locally. So I reached out to this guy, Jim Vieira, who was an expert, supposedly, on this stuff, and we started sharing information. And one day he emailed me, said, hey, buddy, he may have called me. He's like, look, the History Channel, I just signed a deal to do a show. We'd like to do an episode in the Ozarks. Are you in? And I'm like, heck yeah. So we uh, ended up, we investigated a site near Waynesville on the Merrimack River where there's a cave 
Holman's, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was a different cavern. I've, the Holman cavern is a cave around here. But anyway, they dug up an eight-foot skeleton. What I find more interesting, honestly, is the work that I did. It's never really been published or talked about, but the work, the, the articles I found in the Springfield newspaper about a local gentleman named Sterling Newberry. Now, Newberry was very well known at the time as a, he was a preacher, but he was an amateur archaeologist. <clears throat> he was very interested in the early native cultures in the Ozarks. His grandson, or no, actually it was his son, went on to invent x-ray myscopricky. If you look him up on Google, the, the Newberry, very famous, there's a whole it might, might be MIT, one of the big universities, there's a Newberry building. I mean, this was a family of note and of science. As a matter of fact, the, I found an I, this blew me away. The Springfield, uh, the city leaders granted Newberry a $35,000 grant. This is in 1927. This is a huge sum of money to show all of his finds so that school kids in Greene County could come through and look at him because he had, he found this amazing ornate pottery. But let me read from one of the first articles I found. This is in December 27th, 1934. It's from the Morning Herald in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. And I found it in several papers, but eight giant skeletons unearthed. And the dateline is Springfield, Missouri. December 26th, discovery of eight giant human skeletons arranged in four layers so that each pair formed a cross in a shallow Indian mound near here, near Springfield, apparently shed new light on religious customs of prehistoric tribes who once inhabited the Ozarks. The Reverend E.P. Newberry, Springfield archaeologist, believes highly probable the crosses formed by the skeletons was religious. And he goes on, talks about the Indian cross, how it had a specific place in worship, other evidence that a race of cultured people lived in the vicinity in prehistoric times consisted of a vault made of a type of concrete found on a farm near Odessa and dental work in the teeth of other skeletons, which he, he has unearthed. American Indians, he explained, never made very good concrete or never made dental repairs. So, look, here's the idea, and many newer archaeologists and geologists are, are putting this idea forward, that before the hunter-gatherer societies that we know, the Creek, the Kickapoo, uh, the Delaware that inhabited this region, there were ancient civilizations in America of very high, very high technology. And I told you, Kyle, before off air that the mounds at Cahokia, anybody driving to Illinois needs to stop and look. The, the largest earthen mound there is larger than the Pyramid at Giza. It's unbelievable. They estimate 30,000 people live there. We've been told that the Indians in this area were these primitive tribes right, that, that wearing buckskin and hunting deer. No, these were advanced civilizations. This guy found these giant skeletons, and another article said they were as tall as eight foot tall, and they, they made dental repairs. They, they built concrete vaults. And this stuff is all over. When you search local archives and local newspapers, it's everywhere, but it's been covered up. And we can talk about how and why it was covered up if you want. So, 
So this uh, this uh, giant that you're just speaking of uh, out there in Waynesville is that where yeah. is that where the that the on the show, show it was in Wayne's near Waynesville on the Merrimack River in a cave and we actually found the cave and went up inside it. There was definitely an eight foot skeleton pulled out of that cave. Uh, and then what do they got here? I was looking at an article from April 25, 1934, uh, Springfield Daily News, a large mound with five white oaks growing atop. Uh, blocked the front view uh, at the farm of J.D. Crane. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. That's down, uh, if I remember right, near Ozark. They found, look, these mounds, when European settlers came, primarily, you remember, it wasn't until about 1800 that they really came into the Missouri Territory of any note. Before then, uh, you know, it was trappers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when we begin to settle Missouri and the Ohio River Valley specifically, these farmers would come across these mounds, these earthen mounds. And they would find very often these giant skeletons. And many of them were dressed in regalia with brass swords. And yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. And there's there's some great books that have been written about it. The The articles are everywhere. People think that all the information's on the internet. I'm telling you, it's not, but it is in local libraries. And you can pay $10 and get a subscription to newspapers.com, which archives, I'd say about 20%. Do a search for giant skeletons. You'll come up with thousands of hits. It's crazy. The leading archaeologists, ethnologists of the day knew this. If you had asked somebody 100 years ago, was there a race of giant skeletons that roamed North America? Everybody go, duh. Everybody knows that. I mean, it was taught in school. It wasn't even questioned. This just shows you how efficient a government and media manipulation could be to change the paradigm. Oh, I mean, history, we see it, right? History is being rewritten all the time. Uh, the article. So this is an absolute. This is a news article. The Springfield Daily News says, yeah. after several days spent removing the trees and much of the dirt, Crane came upon broad and flat rocks. Removing the rocks, Crane was astonished to find seven skeletons. While six of the skeletons were of normal size, one measured eight feet four inches. Yeah. No valuables were found with the skeletons, but seven pieces of petrified material in the shape of human hearts were found. Eventually, Crane and others dug a hole near his front porch, placed the bones in a box, and reburied them. Yeah, and I've tried to find that, obviously. That was one of my areas of research, tried to find that exact property. It's it's next to impossible. What I'd really like to find, if Green County paid Newberry $35,000 to open an exhibit, where are those artifacts? So I have searched long and hard using Ancestry.com to find one of Newberry's relatives, and I have come up blank. I'm just being honest. It's very frustrating because somewhere it's kind of like the the film, you know, where at the end they show the Smithsonian and there's hidden boxes. Um, Somewhere those artifacts exist. I've contacted archaeology at uh, University of Missouri and, and MSU, and they're like, oh, we don't know. We've never heard of this Newberry guy. He was the most prominent archaeologist of the day in the 30s, the 20s and 30s in Springfield. They've never heard of him. I mean, that right there speaks volumes to me. You know, we, we see that a lot where there's, you know, news used to be uh, something of a reliable source, right? Yep. That they would, and, and I just even go back to the Roswell 
where the, the, the first reports coming down about a crash UFO and, and, and whether the newspapers report that it was a crash UFO. Because why? One of the, the, the colonels said it, said it was a, a crash UFO. And it wasn't until it got back to D.C. that the report came back different the next morning. Yeah, I know. I mean, they're so good at manipulation. Look, here's the article. I just found it. Saturday morning, November 21st, 1936. Front page, Springfield Delaney. School board will back $35,000 museum project. Relics of early day Indians will be preserved as educational feature under the plan submitted by Reverend Sterling Newberry. It was approved and then nothing happened. Somewhere in the 40s, I really believe there became a concerted effort to conceal the ancient history of America. Well, what was going on in nineteen early 1940s? The war. Well, the, you the had fight against communism. Roosevelt and his great New Deal, New Deal, New Deal uh, yep. the government expansion yep. uh, into every, every part of our lives. Uh, yeah, I, you can see where the government starts taking control. You know, what, what the United States and the CIA is, is fantastic at is propaganda. Oh, the best. They wrote the book. I mean, the, you know, the Operation Mockingbird, which some people don't even know about it. You know, Mockingbird was uncovered in the church committee hearings in the 70s where it turned out the CIA controlled the media. They had agents in every media organization across the country and the globe, honestly. But, yeah, they've controlled the media ever since then. And Mockingbird never stopped. Your show just before ours this morning, you were talking about the Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, how much propaganda do you think is being uh, spun oh. by, by the United States government that Russia yeah. is a bad actor? Bad. Russia, bad. I mean, it's kind of like Orange Man, bad. Yeah. Look, war and his, history is very nuanced and it's very complicated. You you know, to just take one side, Russia, bad, Ukraine, good, really rejects all of the history we know about. And I'm, look, I'm no Putin fan. And the fact that I even have to premise that is stupid. <laughs> you know, look, our leaders, what somebody said recently, well, you know, oh, Trump said it. You know, like, hey, the U.S. has killed a lot of people, too. We've done some bad things. Yeah. And it's true. The Russia-Ukraine situation is just, you can catch that show on, on the podcast on KSGF. But, yeah, a lot of it's propaganda. Well, we got one last break to have before our show is over. So, please stay tuned. We'll be right back with James Clearing. You are listening to All Out Law, our Halloween special 2022. We're joined in studio uh, with James Clary talking about all things spooky and weird. Um, you had a, a interesting uh, story pop up. What was that? Yeah. So this came to my attention uh, last year. There's a there's a YouTuber. I want to say his channel is Brightside. Anyway, this guy was on Rogan. Rogan's had some really interesting people on you know that kind of touch on the esoteric and the paranormal that too deep but he has definitely had some of the leading proponents of cataclysmic cataclysmic theory at uh graham hancock and others have stated that there's really strong evidence that the earth and mankind has gone through these series of massive cataclysms that every 12 to 15,000 years, 
And a lot of people think it has to do with our position in the solar system, or some people think it's that there's another planet. You've heard of Nibiru, this supposed uh, dark planet that we don't know about, and when it comes too close gravitationally. So this document, this it's a, it's a short book, was called Adam and Eve, and it was written in the CIA. Here's what's interesting about it. The CIA immediately classified it. Now, this isn't a book necessarily about the Adam and Eve story, biblical, but it's about these cataclysms that have happened. And it, the, the start of the book is stunning. It's like, imagine a tsunami like we've seen in like the Singapore, Indonesian one, but with a wave that's two miles high. It hits the West Coast and literally floods everything between L.A. and St. Louis. Wow. Everything there is under 30 feet of water. I mean, and it could happen. I mean, these polar shifts, that's another idea that the polarity, the earth actually shifts. And if you look into this Adam and Eve, I just did a quick search. It's been a while since uh, Russ and I did a show on it, one of our first shows, because it was just so amazing that the, why was this classified? Well, I think because, number one, we're, if this is true, and the evidence is, is pretty astounding that at the beginning of the last Ice Age, the Younger Dryas period, there was this some type of massive incidence. Okay, there was an Ice Age covering North America. You've heard the stories that where we live right now in the Ozarks was under a half mile of ice. Within a period of a couple years, all of that ice was gone. Something happened, and it wasn't climate change, which raises, you know, one degree every hundred years. It was in with like a decade, we went from an ice age to where all of it was gone. And Randall Carlson, geologist, has noted, look, you can see on these mountains, looking 300 feet up where this water has caused this erosion, there were, there were rivers a mile high just when this ice melted. Now they think, and I think it's a pretty good supposition, that it was a comet, that we got hit by a comet 12,000 years ago. It melted the ice, and it also destroyed some of these high civilizations we were talking about earlier, and the Atlantean theory of Atlantis. You know, Plato claimed that this Atlantis was this place with high technology. No one's ever been able to find it. What happened to it? It was swallowed by what? Water. Why did the sea level rise? We know it did. I mean, geologists have proved the sea level rose by several hundred feet. That's what happened when the ice cap melted all at once, all of a sudden. And so this, this Adam and Eve document goes into detail about how it happens and that we are now really overdue for the next one. So what would the FBI have anything or the CIA, CIA. CIA have anything to do with this? Well, I think it's the same reason that the UFO stuff was covered up for so long. Now, like I said in the first segment, the Pentagon's now admitted that there are craft that have uh, mechanical capabilities way beyond anything we ever have. Their technology is light years ahead of us. They've admitted that now. There's no discussion. This isn't a conspiracy theory. Why did they cover it up for 50 years? I mean, when they, you know, first showed the TikTok video, so I'm like, so like we didn't know because I've been looking into this stuff forever. We knew this. They covered it up because they're afraid it would cause worldwide panic. Same thing with this Adam and Eve. If everybody knew that in the next, say, 100 years, 
Earth was going to be decimated and that only 5% of humanity would survive this cataclysm. You know, people might start moving to the mountains. You know, people, it would change it. If the whole alien hypothesis has proved to be real, that there's actual extraterrestrials, I think they're more likely intradimensional. But if it turns out that there's an intelligent species visiting us, it turns religion on its head. You know, how, how does Christianity, uh, Islam, Buddhism respond to that? And I don't think it is that big a deal personally. I think I could completely continue to be a Christian and accept the idea that there's other humanity of some sort. Yeah, it doesn't bother me, but the CIA and our government knows what's best, so they don't want us to know this stuff. But I encourage listeners to go uh, just search Adam and Eve CIA. You'll get a ton of hits. It's it's a crazy read. And not all of it's been declassified. From what I understand, only about 60% was actually declassified. That's something. I know. Uh, so here locally, you know, we got a couple days uh, before Halloween. Mm -hmm. What are uh, some great recommendations as far as... Uh, people want to go out and, and see what the best Ozarks have to offer. Well, you know, the uh, there's oddly enough, there's been several Bigfoot sightings. There was a Bigfoot sighting that's very credible at Springfield Lake. There's one not far from where we sit right now on FF Highway, you know, which is just the, the bypass mm -hmm. out there. Republic Road and FF, it was just beyond that. Go get in the woods, man. There's some crazy stuff in the woods around here. I, I'm not as comfortable as I used to be going in the woods. As far as haunted places, Fast Night Park uh, over there on, uh, what is that, on Portland off National. There's supposedly a bridge there where a uh, young bride was killed when their wagon overturned and that you often see her in a white dress. Of course, the Landers is a great place to go. I don't think they'll let... You'd have to probably arrange a private tour, but, you know, Fast Night Park is a good one. There's been many reports of hauntings at the University Plaza Convention Center. Uh, I don't know if you ever know this, but if you pull behind the convention center, there's a low rock wall. That old Ozark Stone Confederates actually defended that wall. There was a bloody battle right there, and... Uh, my uh, partner, Leanne, has worked for University Plaza for 30 years. She said everybody knew about the colonel. That's what they called him. It was a Confederate soldier, an officer that was seen in the convention center. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, there's, there's plenty. I mentioned off air that the uh, Plaza Tower in the Plaza Shopping Center, that tower is supposedly haunted. And our producer mentioned that there might even be some stuff in this building down in the basement. <laughs> we'll have to take a walk down there. But, you know, I, as I told you before, I don't actively seek this out because I've read enough about it. I think it can be dangerous. I yeah, mean, you were saying that uh, off air that, that this is something that you would not do again. Why well, is that? Well, you know, I've read too many stories of people that went out seeking this as fun, you know, a paranormal adventure and something followed them home. And not all good things. There was a, a uh, an episode of Paranormal Witness. If you look up NASA scientist, Paranormal Witness, his story is incredible. And something followed him home. And he wasn't even searching for it. But a, a demon-like creature, and I've talked to this guy many times, it's, it's terrifying. I don't want anything following me home. I, I believe there is a spirit world. I believe 
there is more to reality than what we see, and I'd rather leave it where it is. You know, I have my cozy little apartment. I like it just like that. I don't need any roommates. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. You're you're fascinating me about the the whole Bigfoot thing on F because I live over there. Oh yeah, I live right off of it. I'll find it for you and see it too. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but if, you know, I've done a lot of driving. I still do delivery service stuff and catering, and I've done a lot of driving out that direction. There's a lot of woods over there. My I mean, go by Wilson's Creek. Yeah, Wilson's Creek's another area that lots of hauntings over there. A lot of people have seen soldiers. They've heard cannon shots, gunshots. Yeah, it's beautiful over there. It is. People don't realize that the woods are deep. And you look on a map, you could see where a creature could hide, you know, these woods. And they got lots start... of deer. Oh, yeah. There. Plenty of food. Lots Plenty of food. food. Yeah. Well, it sounds like there is, <clears> that the, 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 the Ozarks have a lot to offer. For absolutely. those who are absolutely interested. And yeah. there are there organizations or groups that you're aware of that get together on yeah. a regular basis? Well, there's a Springfield Paranormal <clears throat> Society. Uh, I know that they're a regular ghost hunting group. Some of these, they come and go because I've tried to contact. So I really wanted some people to look into these EVPs that I have. I still, I did get one of the guys from the Ghost Hunter television show. Uh, the European version, I sent them to him, and he was amazed. He yeah. just said, he he replied back to me, stunning. So, you know, yeah, there are local groups. If you do an online search, I'm sure you could find somebody. If you want to do it, just uh, take your digital recorder and just go ask. Ask questions to the air. You'd be surprised what you might find. Did you just use your cell phone and put on a Absolutely. Wow. Now, you have to do it. But the thing is, that's when you're inviting this stuff True. in. Right. It's like Ouija boards. I don't want to invite them in. I, I really don't, you know. I wear a crucifix. Oh, I didn't put it on this morning. What am I thinking? Ah! I usually wear a crucifix for a reason. My girlfriend even said, well, you're doing that show. Make sure you wear your crucifix. Well, I, I forgot it, honey. Sorry. Well, I appreciate you coming on, James. Glad to be we'll here. We'll have to have you on again here soon. Hey, everybody, enjoy this Halloween weekend. Uh, get ready for some tricks and treats, and I hope all of you have a fantastic holiday. Stay safe out there. Until next week, stay tuned.